We are talking rookie ADP on today's episode of Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today is Crossover Thursday. Crossover Thursday is presented by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is so much fun, so easy to play. No competing with other players. It's just you versus the projections that are available. Pick between two and five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. It can literally take less than one minute to enter. It is that easy. We love prize picks. You will love prize picks as well. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That is prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at Williamson NFL. Matt, how are you today? Terrific. How are you? Coming at you three I'm times good. this week, you and I. That's right. We've been hanging out a lot this week. It is the beginning of week 10. Later today, we've got the uh, Falcons and the Carolina Panthers. So that's mm. going to be that's going to be one of those that's one of those Thursday games, right? That's, <laughs> right. Kind, of the, that's kind of the best we can say about that one. It yeah. always uh, always seems to happen on Thursday night. But, hey, it's football. We are going to be ready for it. Yeah, we're going to watch it every snap no matter what. So, there you have it. <laughs> Absolutely. Matt, it's Thursday. That means we are talking rookies. Uh, we talked about some brand new ADP uh, just yesterday. So, now I thought we'd continue that ADP conversation and talk rookie ADP. Okay. Uh, we have, as I mentioned yesterday, we have brand new November Dynasty ADP uh, that will be posted very soon on DynastyLeagueFootball.com. So if you're listening to this, you're getting a sneak peek uh, at that ADP. We, we hit on a couple of these guys yesterday because mm-hmm. the number one rookie drafted in our November startup ADP was Kenneth Walker. We mentioned him yesterday as one of our top five running backs. Kenneth Walker is the ninth overall player, according to this ADP. That is way up from his preseason number where he was being drafted at 53 overall. Brees Hall, right be- right behind him. He did fall out of the first round, a little bit of a drop as we talked about yesterday, but still a top 15 overall player. Uh, we, we've kind of covered those two guys. I, I guess the main yeah. thing I want to ask you, and, and we, didn't, we didn't really get into it yesterday, as it, as it wasn't necessarily a rookie conversation, but in this scenario, would you still rather have Brees Hall over one of these wide receivers like Chris Olave, or I know you love your guy there, George Pickens, or maybe even Damian Pierce, who's who's playing well this year? If you're a contender, are, are you keeping Brees Hall, or are you cashing out for some help right now? Not for those guys. I, I still yeah. think... You know, as most of us did going into the rookie draft, those two backs stood out amongst everybody else. We all had Hall over Walker, of course, but Mm -hmm. um, I still think there's a significant drop from two to three. I do think it's interesting, you know, you jotted down where these guys were originally drafted. Hall was 12, now he's 15, despite a massive injury, you know, a season ender. 
where Walker was 53 and now he's all the way up to nine. Like this rookie class is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Better than, uh, better than we gave it credit for. We were talking uh, before we started, we won't talk a ton about the rookie tight ends today, but overall that group of rookie tight ends has, has surprised and has been better than really anyone expected. Sneakily. Very good. I mean, considering what you invested in them, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All those guys were, uh, were third rounders or later in, in rookie drafts. So if, if somehow, if you're in the situation where you're doing a rookie draft in November, you're starting from scratch, knowing what you know right now, you're still taking Walker and Hall as your top two guys. Easily and very happy about it. Yeah. And that's what we have in this startup ADP as well. Let's keep moving. Chris Olave is the third overall player. He's up to 21 overall. So he's going to cost you a second round startup pick. Uh, As you can imagine, he's a big riser as well. Looking back to our September dynasty ADP, uh, we refer to that as our preseason ADP, 59 overall for Chris Olave. So he moves from a... Uh, what I guess a fifth rounder up to a second rounder mm-hmm. I think it's warranted he's pretty easily been the best rookie receiver in what is a very solid uh, rookie receiving group so that's that's really saying a lot uh, Michael Thomas uh, unfortunately his season is over so Alave's going to be the wide receiver one there in New Orleans moving forward yeah, and my apologies to listeners because I was much lower on Alave than consensus. I don't own him anywhere. Boy, do I regret that. You know, I mean, I Steelers are playing the, the Saints this week, so I have dug in heavy, heavy on the Saints, and I love this guy more and more. And I'm like, what were you thinking, Williamson? This guy can beat you at all levels. He's a great route runner. He is a deep threat. He's really the only show in town with Kamara right now, and I don't see that changing soon either. So he's going to get a ton of targets. Yeah, I tweeted this a couple days ago. I, I happened to notice that Olave and C.D. Lamb have scored the exact same amount of Ooh. fantasy points this season. Both of those guys are just outside that wide receiver one range. Uh, I think that says a lot for uh, for Olave, and it's probably not such a good thing for cd lamb if you're valuing cd lamb much higher than chris olave i think you're probably making a mistake there yeah good thought the fourth rookie in our adp is damian pierce mentioned that name uh we've seen Brees hall gain a lot of value we've seen kenneth walker move way up the board damian pierce has done the same thing 25 overall and that's up from 61 in the preseason matt when when the conversation hits on Damian Pierce it seems like we hear the same names over and over is he the next Elijah Mitchell is he the next um you know um gosh I've already Chris Carson Uh, okay I've already forgotten the name right right those those late round guys late round running backs maybe even undrafted running backs who flash some most often seem to not have pass catching chops and and they're just quickly replaced are you worried that Damian Pierce is the next one of those guys or can he break that mold oh I think he breaks that mold and my apologies on Alave hope you listen to me on Pierce because I own him everywhere was grabbing him left and right you know early second round rookie drafts I thought he was clearly the third best running back in this draft you know just you know fantasy aside he has some pass catching skills 
tackle breakers like him and Javante Williams, David Montgomery, they, they translate very quickly to the NFL. Guys are just hard to get on the ground. That's a big PFF stat, and he's one of the best in the league, and he's got phenomenal balance, and his surroundings, I think, only get better. You know, rarely do you look at a back and think, well, you know, he, he may even be in a better situation next year as he old, gets older. I think he might be. Yeah, that's all fair. I, I still have some concerns, but uh, here, you know, 25 overall, I, I don't know if I'm spending the first pick in the third round on mm-hmm. on this guy. Um, he, he would be a little bit lower for me. We are four rookies in, Walker, Hall, Olave, and Damian Pierce. We'll continue this conversation right after this. So I told you this the other day about Blue Nile, that I'm going on my 25th anniversary with my lovely wife. Boy, do I wish I would have had Blue Nile around 25 years ago whenever I popped the question for, to her, because I had no clue what I was doing. I did find, after a bunch of research, I found some people to to teach me about diamonds. And of course I got one that was a football shape and and that worked out quite well, but boy, blue now would have been perfect for that. And if that's a situation you're in, you should not hesitate, whatever. I mean, as the original online jeweler, blue now offers the largest selection of independently graded diamonds and pieces priced significantly below traditional retailers. They've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring They have easy online tools that that let you choose the diamond shape, size, clarity. I learned all about that stuff way back when, uh, as well as the setting style. Blue Nile's Bench Jewelers will then help you handcraft her perfect one-of-a-kind engagement ring. Um, Shop stress-free with Blue Nile's 100% satisfaction guarantee. All Blue Nile orders are insured and shipped for free in discreet packaging, so she doesn't know that they're coming. Uh, They also offer overnight shipping if you're in a rush. Um, here, make your moment sparkle with Blue Now, and please do this for me. Go to BlueNow.com and use code Locked On to save fifty bucks off your purchase of five hundred dollars or more. That's B L U E N I L E dot com. Locked On to save fifty dollars on your purchase of five hundred dollars or more. BlueNow.com slash Locked On. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today. Available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Matt, we are talking rookie ADP. This is actually... uh, a collection of the ADP of the 2022 rookie class from the latest dynasty startup ADP from DLF. We're four players in Walker Hall, Olave Pierce. The fifth player drafted is actually just one spot behind Damian Pierce. It's Drake London, the Falcons rookie receiver 26 overall actually represents a, uh, a jump for him from the off season as well, or from the preseason uh, up from 33 to 26. I guess I'm a little surprised that London is actually viewed as a as a riser. Um, he, he's definitely shown some flashes, and and I'm still uh, you know still interested in having this guy on my team. But it's been rough for London and as well uh, for Kyle Pitts. Brutal. I mean, just simply yeah. brutal. And 
Will that change? I mean, we got to remember who's in charge here. They want to run a Derrick Henry-centric offense and be the most physical team out there. But they're also sort of hiding their quarterback, too. So you got to think the, the run-pass percentage in, in the next year Well, they're or two, also having some success. That's the thing. Is he, I mean, I thought they yeah. were the worst roster in the league, and they're actually winning games and being competitive. It's working. So that's the worst part about it is you can't even criticize the coach from a football perspective. I guess he's rising because he looks really good. There's just no volume. I mean, a couple of these guys behind him I would rather have than London because you just don't know those answers. Yeah, next behind London is another receiver, another first-round NFL draft receiver. It's Garrett Wilson of the Jets, 34 overall. Big jump for for him uh, since our September ADP. He moves from 64 to 34 overall. Uh, I'm I'm taking Garrett Wilson in the third round. No, really, no issues with doing that. How about you? Hundred percent. I mean, especially which I don't understand at all. Now that Elijah Moore doesn't exist, I mean, that was like my biggest uh, worry with Wilson is because I adore yeah. Elijah Moore, and if he's not going to be out there target, you know, targeting, getting hogging targets too, Wilson's clearly the one. I have my issues with Zach Wilson, but so be it. This guy is a supreme talent. Yeah, Elijah Moore. I uh, got that one wrong. I don't. I don't even know if I'm going to count that as as a miss. I'm counting that as a miss there. for the Jets. Yeah, they're, they're missing the uh, the player. They're missing the boat here with I Elijah agree. Moore. I agree. Um, but you're right, Garrett Wilson. It seems like the path is clear for him to be the top target there for this year and for uh, many years moving forward. Seven overall, seventh rookie drafted, thirty-seven overall. So. Uh, not too far behind Wilson is your Pittsburgh Steelers rookie receiver, George Pickens. Uh, Another nice jump for him. He goes from 60 to 37 since the last uh, preseason ADP was collected. I love him. I mean, I'm unbelievably (laughs) biased. Uh, I mean, of course I will never deny that, but if you sat with me in the radio booth and watched every one of his training camp practices, you would be very much on board too. And I don't mean this as an exaggeration, but it reminded me of when Larry Fitzgerald got to campus at Pitt and I was there and you'd watch every practice and he's beating up on older established guys, play after play after play and did something spectacular in nearly every every practice. I mean, spectacular stuff. And a big reason they traded Claypool was first of all, the bears gave him a lot. But they want to yeah. get the ball in Pickens and Deontay's hands more as well as Fryermuth. I mean, a part of it is just target distribution. With Claypool out of the way there for Pittsburgh, yeah. what what's kind of the feeling around the team, around the city, around the fan base? Who's who's the wide receiver one for Pittsburgh? Is it Pickens or is it still Deontay Johnson? It's still Deontay. I don't know if okay. you've seen this metric. It's kind of crazy that um, ESPN – is with somebody they have a get open rate Deontay is like highest in the league I mean he still gets open he's been unbelievably unlucky especially with like touchdowns and whatnot and the offense just flat out stinks too I mean a new offensive coordinator would go a long way but I think this time next year Pickens will pass him because he's just much more talented okay all right makes makes some sense uh next three wide receivers are all um all dealing with some injuries of different severity Eighth rookie drafted is Jamison Williams. He's a gainer, which is interesting, considering we haven't seen him on an NFL field. Of course, tore his ACL 
uh, late last season during uh, during college, actually during the national championship game. He goes from 70 to 56. I know um, I know Lions fans and Dynasty players are excited to see him on the field. Oh, I think he's kind of gaining value uh, by default. We're, we're seeing flashes from this wide receiver core and or this wide receiver group, even though London and Wilson have, have kind of been uh, inconsistent. Pickens has as well. We've seen enough to kind of get us excited about this group of receivers. So Jamison Williams almost seems to be benefiting from that. And then 9 and 10, a couple of uh, rookies who started out okay and then have missed uh, missed some time with injuries. Traylon Burks, 57 overall. That's even a gain for him from 67 to 57. And Jahan Dotson for Washington goes from 84 to 58. This feels about right for these two. I love Williams. I still have some questions about Burks. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know what, what's exciting about him. I don't know that I'd be investing in him at that price. I like Dotson quite a bit, and it looks like he might be back on the field this week, so his stock might be rising again. Although I guess Burks is not far so. either, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I hope so. I'm ready for Dotson to get back out there. Seems mm-hmm. like uh, he he's tried a couple times and, and aggravated that injury, uh, but maybe this is the week. I was a little surprised at the next couple of players. Eleven, uh, The 11th rookie drafted Alec Pierce, 76 overall, one of the biggest gainers of this entire conversation, up from 156 to 76 is Alec Pierce. Um, he's, he's kind of slowed down a little bit as the Colts have, oh, the have been struggling that, yeah, that entire offense has slowed down. But, uh, I, I think the path to the wide receiver two job is pretty wide open there mm-hmm. for Pierce to claim. I'd be shocked if it's on his, you know, for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a fan. And last guy we want to hit on right here is Greg Dulcich, 12th player drafted, 12th rookie drafted in this November startup ADP. He was the 208th player drafted just in September, wow. just just uh, just a couple months ago, and now he's up to 83 overall, a top 12 uh, top 12 rookie, a top 12 tight end as well, I believe, top 100 player. He's played three games in his career. He's been a tight end one in all three of those. Yeah. Um, has has been solid, but hasn't really had that blow up game certainly yet, uh, but. It, it looks like dynasty managers are excited about this guy. Yeah, and it's funny that we were afraid of Albert O. You know, I mean, that, uh. that was the the stumbling block. But they used a pretty high pick on him. He's a good athlete. He's translated extremely well to the league. You're you're thrilled if you have him, and I guess he's the top of the list of underrated great value rookie tight end class. Yeah, he's he's one that's gotten on the field. You know, Trey McBride was viewed by most people is the rookie tight end one of this group. We we've seen him on the field, but not much, you know, he's stuck mm-hmm. behind Zach Ertz. They've got a, a pretty deep receiving group there. So they're not using two tight end sets a ton. Where are you on Dulcich uh, versus a guy like McBride in dynasty? I think you got to take Dulcich over him. I mean, yeah. I think it's a okay. better situation and you know, McBride wasn't a superstar ever in my opinion either. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. I agree. I would, I would rather have Dulcich as well. Uh, Matt, when we come back, we'll fly through the rest of the top 20 rookies from our November ADP. 
I've told you many times about Bet Online, and I'm a big fan. They, they are definitely your number one source for sports betting info, but they also have stats, news, analysis. Get the latest odds and trends from every professional and amateur league out there. Football, basketball, soccer, esports, they've got it all, and much, much more, obviously, at betonline.net. And if you love podcasts, you can find those at Bet Online as well, which I'm sure you do. You're always the fastest, and they're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. The head, head to the website today, or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. We have talked about the top twelve rookies drafted from our. November DLF Dynasty Startup ADP. Matt, there were a total of 20 rookies drafted in the top 10 rounds of that ADP. So I want to get to all of these guys. Okay. We'll go quickly through numbers 13 through 20. 13, Wandale Robinson, my guy. Uh, he battled well, an like injury him. early in the season, uh, but he's he's established himself well, well in New York. The rest of the Giants receivers have uh, either dealt with injury or have, have simply struggled. I mean, by default, I think Wondell Robinson might be the wide receiver one there, but yeah. uh, they, they need some help. They do, but I think he's a slot machine that'll catch a lot of passes. Uh, I very much believe the best is yet to come with him. He's impressive on the field. Robinson goes from 128 in September up to 84 overall right now. He's one spot behind Dulcich, who we mentioned earlier. Rashad White is trending up uh, some yeah. some reports earlier in the week he may even overtake Leonard Fournette uh, as the lead back there in uh, in Tampa Bay wouldn't be a huge surprise at this point Fournette has struggled uh, I'm surprised White is not higher on this list honestly he goes from 103 to 87 you could make a case for him over uh, over Dulcich over Alec Pierce mm-hmm. uh, over Robinson as well he could be a top 10 rookie uh, pretty easily Real quick on him, my worry is his timing might just be poor because Fournette looks terrible. He should be on the rise, yeah. but if he doesn't take the job over like now, and then Brady retires and they, you know, they that team, you know, really plummets, he might be in a bad situation. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Packers have had a tough season, but this guy's been solid overall. Romeo Dobbs, eighty-eight. Overall, he's up 20 spots. He's the 15th rookie drafted. Of course, last week suffered a high ankle sprain, so he's going to miss some time. It seems like a lot of these rookies have dealt with injuries mm-hmm. uh, this season. Uh, maybe Dobbs falls. Do you think he's the real deal there, or has he just benefited from a lack of uh, lack of receivers in Green Bay? More the latter. I mean, I think he's a, okay. probably a two or a three in the real world, which is fine. Um, I don't think I'm you're not giving a second round rookie pick for him. I don't think so. I wouldn't buy him at this okay. price. You know, I I'd still rather have Sky Moore and Christian Watson, and I was not high on Christian Watson. Okay, Brian Robinson is 16 on this list, uh, 90 overall. That's up from 105. <sighs> this oh, is a tough game. one. Obviously, yeah. yeah, obviously a very impressive comeback, and a- after a tough situation right before the season started with Brian Robinson uh, being on the field at all is is impressive uh he, he's kind of a one-trick pony here I, th- I mm. thought he was going to be more involved in the passing game even if he has that skill set they just simply don't need him to be uh because McKissick can catch passes Gibson can catch passes uh, Robinson's just not getting uh not getting enough work to 
really warrant um, a, a high valuation at this point. Right. The usage probably is never going to be there. Um, I feel a little validated that Gibson kind of has redeemed himself on the field. You and I were high on yeah. him way back when. It's just yeah. an ugly situation. Three-headed backfields are a nightmare, and he's not talented enough to emerge from that, and the offense isn't great. Here's another three-headed backfield. We talked about this one earlier in the week uh, during our Clyde Edwards-Hilaire conversation. This one is Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, he's up uh, only only a few spots from 116 to 108, but, of course, if you held uh, an early rookie draft last spring or early in the summer – you might have really uh, made, yeah, made some money on him if you got him in the fourth round or picked him up off the waiver wire. Uh, how are you viewing Pacheco right now? We know we're worried about Clyde. Can Pacheco take over that backfield? I don't think. I think yeah, he's I the think best so player in the backfield and certainly the best ball carrier. And even if you bought him during the hype, you know, when everyone was super excited about him right before the season, you're probably fine. I think he's a number two. I, I mean, that's a team to me that probably could use a back early in the draft or sign David Montgomery or somebody like that that's just better than all the guys they have. And, you know, all of a sudden he's a number two. I mean, he's going to be, I think he's going to be like an Alexander Madison career. Okay. So the the uh, rookies in this range, Brian Robinson, Dobbs, Pacheco, if you could flip those guys for a second or a couple third rounders, it sounds like you're doing that with ease. Yeah. They're just not collectively all that talented, you know? Yeah. 18th on the list. This is, uh, I believe, only the second player we have had who is a faller on this list. Uh, Of course, Brees Hall was the other uh, due to injury and and only fell three spots. This one's a biggie. Sky Moore goes from 80 overall to 110 overall, a 30-spot fall. And we kind of know the story here. He was was struggling and, and failing to really see the field much. Anyway, then the Chiefs trade for Kadarius Toney, which is uh, probably not a mark in Sky Moore's uh, corner. Probably not, but he's so cheap now that I still would probably be interested. You got to think, I mean, he's going from a Mac to an advanced Andy Reid offense, and there was plenty of hurdles for him to get over. Will Juju be back? We kind of talked about that last year, you know, last time. Will Tony's be sustainable? I'll take a chance on him still because I just really liked him coming out of college. You know, Matt, we talked about Sky Moore two or three weeks ago when we did a an episode called uh, Rookie Bust. Mm-hmm. And we we mentioned Sky Moore as a first-round dynasty rookie pick who thus far in his career looks like a, a bust and compared him to some other receivers from past years who – uh, who struggled. One of those was Terrace Marshall, nah. who has been pretty good over the past few weeks. Another was Paris Campbell, uh, who is uh, playing well also. So, um, you know, it's it's a fine line in determining if we're going to give up on these guys eight or ten games into their career versus hanging on and, and hoping for a, a maybe a later breakout. Uh, but Campbell, Marshall, not quite breakout status yet, but both uh, playing well mm-hmm. since we uh, since we reminded the world that they were bust. So maybe we helped them out there. It seems like a million years ago, but you and I are old enough to remember third year wide receiver breakout. You know, like oh yeah, there used to be a time that guys didn't just come in the league and light it up. Well, Sky Moore and Christian Watson coming from small schools could possibly be those guys. That's fair. 
Isaiah Likely, 19 on the list. He's a big riser, as you sure. would expect. 166 overall, now up to 119 overall. Honestly, I'm surprised he wasn't higher. Thought he would be right there with Greg Dulcich. Um, obviously, Mark Andrews is in his way, so that's uh, that's probably a big part of that value gap. But uh, the Ravens just simply need uh, guys who can catch the ball and, and likely can do that. So I think we'll see both of those guys on the field through uh, much of the remainder of the season. And that's likely question continue. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because they never have three receivers on the field. They always have Ricard on the field, who might as well be a guard. So they usually like <laughs> yeah. a blocking tight end with Andrews, but then they don't have any weaponry. So well, I, I'd love to see this in two weeks or so. I guess they have their bye. When Andrews is fully healthy, how many snaps does likely get? Is he Andrews handcuff, or are they both going to play together? Yeah, and, and you're right. We just don't know yet. I mm-hmm. mean, um, we heard the word prior to week nine that uh, Rashad Bateman was – uh, going to miss the rest of the season. So we, have, we haven't we have seen Likely and Andrews together right. uh, n- with the with the understanding or with the knowledge that uh, Bateman's season is over. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what that looks like here in a couple weeks. Last guy on the list, a, a name you've mentioned already a couple times, Christian Watson. Uh, he was a faller, so he's our third uh, pl- rookie to lose value. Uh, not much, though. Goes from 111 to 120. Um, and sounds like you're you're still kind of in on Christian Watson as as maybe a buy low target. I guess, but I was never in on him to begin with. You know, I, I thought he was not a good uh, fit with Rodgers. He's not a precise route runner. Drops, you know, Rodgers like Brady's a big trust guy, and he's a hard guy to trust. Yeah, I, I mean, at this price though, I mean, he has. It kind of reminds me of Denzel Mims a little bit. And those tall, yeah, and another player that we talked yeah, about on yeah. that on that episode who's get getting some playing time as of late. Maybe we help those guys out somehow. Yeah, Mims is a good blocker, which they like. That will do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to Locked On Dynasty channel on YouTube. Remember to follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.